0: This episode of the Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Sales Leadership United. Sales Leadership United is the world's largest collection of sales leadership assets. Sales leadership frameworks, mindset tools, skill set tools, performance coaching, sales leadership training tools, video insights with some of the world's most successful sales leaders, tools used by sales leaders to create massive impact in the current environment. So don't waste your time trying to reinvent sales leadership. Head to Sales Leadership United on Patreon and check out what the world's most complete collection of sales leadership assets can do for you. Every topic you'll ever need and the tools to help you accelerate your sales leadership career all in one place. Check out Sales Leadership United today. Hi, I'm Rob Jepson, and my mission is to help sales leaders everywhere create record-setting growth in the companies they lead. I'm here to share the secrets of the world's most successful sales leaders, I don't care how big the company or how big the team, we showcase sales leaders who are taking what the market gives and then some. We feature leaders of teams that are beating their markets, winning at crazy rates, and creating life-changing years for the people they lead. The Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by the Jepson Performance Group. We help sales leaders make how they lead their most defensible competitive advantage. It doesn't matter if you're a new manager, a first-time VP of sales, or a seasoned sales leadership executive. Tap into the power of coaching with people who have been there, done that. If you've ever wondered how other people with jobs similar to yours are addressing challenges you're facing now, reach out to the Jepson Performance Group and learn why sales leaders all around the world choose us as their performance partner. Now, get ready for some serious insights from sales leaders that are making it happen. And remember, don't worry, we got you. Hello, and welcome to the Sales Leadership Podcast, where high-growth sales leaders share high-growth practices and tactics. Man, I am grateful for the growth of our show. We continue to grow every single week, and I'm so grateful to the thousands of leaders around the world who listen each week and share the show with their colleagues. And I'm also grateful for the DMs. Keep them coming. I love hearing what resonates with you. And maybe you've noticed that I've talked about gratitude five or six times just in the way I set this, this show up today. It's because we're going to talk about a topic that we've never discussed in the almost five-year history of our show. That's why I'm so excited to welcome Rick Elmore to the show. Rick is the founder and CEO of Simply Noted. It's a really cool company that I can't wait to share with you. Rick and his team at Simply Noted help leaders and teams all around the world leverage the power of gratitude. Now, Rick has a super interesting story. After a stint in the NFL, Rick saw an opportunity to chase a different dream By building a high growth company. So he decided to just get after it. And he taught himself how to code. He learned how to have conversations with developers, conversations with designers, conversations with leaders in every discipline. And he built a new technology to help teams harness and scale the power of gratitude. And while I'll let Rick share more about why what his team does is such a difference maker. Rick and his team help leaders everywhere tap into a very real and very underutilized power of just saying thank you in a way that's meaningful and memorable. Now, people using Rick's tools are winning and they're winning big. Saying thank you is helping teams set more meetings, get meaningful changes in their conversion rates, build more meaningful relationships faster. And Rick and his team work with companies all around the world from iconic Fortune 500 firms to high-growth startups and everything in between. And along the way, the media and the awards have noticed and followed. So I'm super excited to discuss why gratitude is such an important part of any successful leadership approach and sales team. This is going to be one of those episodes that will help you think just a little different and change the way you look at things. And I cannot wait to get started. Rick, welcome to the Sales Leadership Podcast, and thanks so much for joining me. It's great to be here, Rob. I'm excited. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to get you. This is a topic we've never talked about. I've always felt like we got to have that cliche, the attitude of gratitude, but I've never had someone come on that's made a, a business out of it and can share the business case on why that matters so much. So thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Why don't you start by introducing uh, your company? Let's, let's talk about Simply Noted at a high level. What do you guys do? What do you do for your customers? And, and uh, why does it matter?
1: Yeah. Well, it's a great question. Um, well, again, my name is Rick Elmer and the owner and founder of a company called Simply Noted. What that is, it's a client engagement platform. And what we do is we help businesses of all industries, you know, from real estate to nonprofit to political to e-com, B2B, I mean, basically in any industry, scale and automate sending genuine handwritten notes, all completely custom, completely effortless, in the mail um, to drive real impact by improving relationships and standing out and doing something unique and different. I'm pretty excited and proud of what we've done. Um, You know, over the last four and a half years, we've scaled to, uh, you know, having a a large user base over 400,000, 420,000 users last month. Uh, Let's go. Congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And it's all been self-funded, no loan, no debts, no investors. Even better. Yeah. And I can contribute this to the power of like you were saying earlier, is just the power of building relationships because any, and my background is in, is in sales and marketing. And we all know it's like how you win business is how you lose business. And when I was doing sales in the corporate world, the clients I knew I had rock solid relationships with, I never had to worry about that business, but the clients who only bought like off of price, right. You know, those are the people you always had to worry with worry about. So I, I thought it was a great idea. And I can get really deep into the story of how this started. I went back to my MBA and it really started off in my MBA, but just the power of saying thank you and building relationships <clears throat> in the business world today, it, it is more powerful than ever, you know. And I, I mean I can dive into the reason why that is as well. But um yeah, simply noted, we help companies build better relationships. And the way that we do it is with our proprietary handwritten robots that we've designed, and we send tens of thousands of handwritten notes, you know, for large companies every single day. That's awesome.
0: Super cool business model. Congrats on your success. I love hearing cool ideas like that. I love when people get an idea and they make a go. Um, but I, I do want to sit in in your business for a second, and it's going to be a great transition. You know, you're know, you in the NFL. You, you're living what a lot of people have as a dream. Uh, when you get done with that, you're like, okay, now what? I'm going to chase a business. How'd you figure out that the gratitude business was a, a place that you wanted to go? That's That's got to have a story to it, I imagine.
1: Yeah, so actually, I went into corporate uh, sales for about six years, I went to striker and strawman, um, had a ton of success, you know, in my career, there. basically just leveraging all the intangible assets or tools I developed as an athlete working hard passion, desire, perseverance, strength, grit, you know, all those things you need just to, you know, have a chance of being successful. But I went back and did my MBA in 2017. And um The idea really started about a year into my program. I was in a marketing class and my professor was going over all the success rates in marketing. And as a sales rep, you really don't think about anything but doing your job, like closing business, managing relationships, farming, and hunting new deals. And this class has completely changed my mind. Um, And I, I really do credit the University of Arizona Eller Business School for this, but he ends this three and a half hour lecture saying, "You know, after going through direct mail, cold call, you know, email—I mean, all the different marketing rates out there, ads—and he says handwritten notes have a ninety-nine percent open rate. Wow! And I grew up in the the generation wow. with no no uh, cell phones. Like I, we used to write handwritten notes to my friends." Um, when I left the 49ers in 2012, coach Jim Harbaugh sent me a handwritten note, and, I, and when I got recruited to college and agents, anybody who sent me a handwritten note automatically stood out to me. Um, I thought they were much more personal, more genuine. I meant more to them, and it was always so impactful. So I thought it was a great idea. Um, businesses weren't doing it, and long story short, um, you know, over the next six months, I started testing a little side project robot sent out 500 handwritten notes to some doctors in my two-state territory I never worked with, and the response rate and the feedback from the doctors were absolutely amazing. That's when I had the entrepreneurial seizure. Anybody out there who started a moment gets, or anybody who started a business gets this. Yes, and sir. You get that entrepreneurial <laughs> seizure moment, like your body goes numb, you're so excited, and I just haven't looked back. And um This platform and this tool, it is so valuable in every single business. Relationships matter in every single business. They'll never go out of style, at least in my generation going forward, you know, being 35, you know, for the next 30 years, I don't see people devaluing a relationship. So I think we're filling a very cool, small niche in the market. And um, the way that we do it is just incredibly easy and fascinating. So, um, yeah, relationships matter in business more than ever. Yeah. Totally agree.
0: And we're at a time where, particularly in our sales community that we're part of, there's a lot of talk that AI is going to take over a lot of the, the role of sales. And uh, one of the comebacks is often the relationship is still going to matter. Mm-hmm. And those that can develop those are going to win. Mm-hmm. So I want to get into like what you've learned as an expert, like the only expert I've ever met in the gratitude space. And there's a reason that your business has grown so fast. There's a bit reason that people continue to want to leverage gratitude at scale. Why is there so much power in a thank you? Why why well, is there power in
1: that? Well, I think at least of being in. I'm still in sales. You know, as of being a, a, a business owner, five years into this. But being a sales rep for six years about corporate, and then now building my own business for about five years, we all understand client retention and attrition and turnover, that leaky bucket syndrome. Every rep has it. You know, Customers leave all the time. We don't know why. They don't give honest feedback. And when I look back over my last 10 years of my career, the clients and the successful partnerships that have been successful are the ones I had the best relationships with. And that's nece- not necessarily had the best product, but it was the people that I got to believe in me, the people that I got to know or get them to understand that I have their best interest in mind. I'm going to obsess about their success and built that relationship that was just so rock solid. I can sleep good at night. And I think as sales reps, we get pushed so often just to hunt, hunt, hunt and bring in more business, bring in more money that it's really hard for us to maintain those relationships in 2023, because the best way to build a relationship with somebody is to give them your time, sit down with them, go to lunch, you know, go to dinner, spend a weekend with them. But it's impossible to do that at scale. It is. If, if you're in a business, we have 400 clients like I did in, in corporate medical device sales. It's impossible. You're going to have like seven to 15 guys you can really spend the most of your time with. What are you going to do with the rest? So um, we believe the next best thing is to get personal in a tangible way, a cost-effective way, an efficient way, and there's nothing better than a good old-fashioned handwritten note. The life cycle of a handwritten note, you're going to get, you know, six weeks, three months, you know, on their on their desk, in their drawer, you know, versus a text message or email that gets lost instantly. Um, I don't know when's the last time you heard somebody screenshotting a thank you text and taping it on their fridge. It just never happens. Um, but I was yeah. going to ask you. Let me interrupt you really fast, Rick. <laughs> I, I
0: love it. You were going right where I was going to go. Like it's funny, like where you just took this conversation. I want to just throw something at you really fast. Yeah. Because we are in this digitally fueled world. Like today, one of my clients told me that they had someone quit over email, which I still get mind boggled that someone will quit their job <laughs> over email. Uh, yeah. He got back. He got back from being on vacation with his kids for spring break, and he had an email saying, "I quit." I'm just like, man, we're in this. And I knew I was going to be talking to you today. I was like, oh, I want to bring this up. Like, that's the, obviously the opposite of a thank you. Um, in a digitally fueled world, like where people need, like I'll be in a room, Rick, with my son, my youngest son. He'll be sitting on the couch. We're both watching a game. We're watching the NCAA tournament or something like that. And he'll text me a question. I'm sitting right next to him. <laughs> yeah. he, he texts me. I'm like, I, I, he texts me. I look at him I'm like, what? I'm like, are you serious? He's like, "What? But like, you could have just asked me. He's like, yeah. "Oh, sorry. We're <laughs> in this digitally fueled world where, you know, I, I think I'm still old school because I like eyeballs and eardrums more than just text, you know, and mm-hmm. why why is that so meaningful if you if you're willing to do a handwritten note? You know, yeah, maybe you do it at scale with a tool like yours, but maybe maybe you just sometimes write one off. Well, why Why is that so meaningful today?
1: I think it's the nostalgia and never underestimate the power of nostalgia. Um, It's so rare nowadays. You open your mailbox, what is it? It's all junk, it's bills, right? Bills, you open your yeah. email, it's all people trying to sell you. Go to your newsletters, like 99% of them are just trying to, ooh, sale, buy now, free this, right? So when you get something that's warm and heartfelt, it pulls at the strings of your heart and it just buries it deep into your cerebellum or the deepest parts of your brain because it's so different. It impacts them in such a, a large magnitude. Um, it just can't be measured any other way. Um, it's just the 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 meaning of something like that is just it's so beyond anything else that's being done today. So um yeah, I would just say it's really all about the nostalgia um and doing something that's so different than anybody else is doing. Everybody else is zigging, why don't you zag? Everyone else is going digital, so it's really easy to go the other way and go tangible.
0: So when it comes to like showing gratitude, what I'm hearing you say, and I've never thought of it this way before. I always think of one-on-one coaching cuz that's what I do with sales leaders we work on coaching. And we uh, one of the questions I always get is, "Oh, Rob, this one-on-one stuff takes time. It's it's like it's what is there must be a more efficient way. Can I like get these one-on-ones done or do I really have to have an individualized tailored thing? It's it's we're so focused on efficiency that we sometimes forget about impact." As I listen to you it draws me to that same thinking. I say to my leaders when you're talking about coaching your reps, I don't want you to think about how efficient it is. I want you to think
1: about how effective it is. Would how you impactful. say the same thing? I would say with impactful, this? how impactful. And every, any person, like any any interaction you're having every single day, it doesn't matter if it's with a vendor, a client, an employee, a teammate, your wife, your children, you're leaving little little pieces of you everywhere that you go. How do you want to leave your presence or how do you want to make them feel or leave them knowing how much you care every time you leave. Right. So it doesn't matter if you're interacting with an employee, like, are you asking them a question? Are you showing them interest? Are you making sure they know you care? Right. Um, are you remembering, you know, something they brought up a couple of weeks ago to ask them, right. Hey, how did that turn out? Is everything okay? Can I help you with something? Right. And I, I know it just goes back to that person who quit, right. People are just so disengaged. Um, they're not, you know, connected, You know, the relationships aren't there in business anymore to where they actually feel bad, you know, breaking up over an email is okay. Nowadays, that's something 20 years ago, it would never have happened. Right. Right. There's just so many distractions out there. You know, the grass is greener to almost anybody right now. So it's like making sure that the people that are in your life, your clients, your teammate, your family, um, you're showing them that you care and you're building those relationships so rock solid that you're almost building like an army around you, like people that are going to fight for you because you're mm. fighting for them so yeah I really do think you know gratitude is something that's going to carry anybody in their career a lot farther or relationship building a lot further than any type of skill that you can acquire and especially nowadays with all these tools that are coming out that can replace you especially chat GPT all these AI right? tools um what really is going to matter <laughs> is if people want you around like because we're we are going to come obsolete and I, I hate to say it like you know, SDR jobs, you know, just cold calling, that's going to go away. It's the, it's the sales engineers, it's the account managers, the people that can manage relationships and do contract negotiations. You know, those are the people that you're going to have to acquire those skills. So those are part of that skill is managing that relationship. And that's a part of every sales rep's job is to manage the expectation, the relationship of that client that they're working with. So Um, I couldn't, I couldn't be more dedicated to the problem we're solving now because I I know it's a big problem in 2023. All right. So I want to, I don't know where we should go first. Like you've got some really
0: killer insight on what happens to not just winning customers, but keeping customers. And I think in today's economy, yeah, we still got to keep getting customers, but the the hit of a loss of an existing customer seems to hurt worse in today's economy than it may have before when it was like free flowing and easier to go replace people. Um, I guess two sides to this one. I'm really interested to get your take like anything on the business case on what happens to either winning customers or keeping customers when that gratitude lever gets pulled. But on the flip side, what can sales leaders do to help their reps add, add uh gratitude to what they do with their clients. Is that something leaders can have an impact with?
1: Yeah. So, you know, just think about again, I'm still in sales. Um, it costs a lot more time, money, and energy to acquire new clients than it does just keep your current clients happy. Um, upsell them, you know, make sure that they become repeat clients. You know, I think the the stat. Um, I'm just reading it right here. It's it's five times more expensive <laughs> to acquire a new client than just to keep your current clients happy. Um, Say that also, one more time. Say that again. I, that's five a big times, enough deal. That's 500%, five times, 500% more, cost more, 500% more to acquire a new client. And I never understood this more than now as a business owner, looking at my ads, looking at how much money we're spending in marketing outbound to convert clients. You know, versus you know the clients we converted three years ago who still use us. You know, we spent money back then that is now we're still reaping the rewards of managing that relationship now. So, I I think we all got to kind of have that approach because I'm a natural hunter. Like my, I played defense when I was an athlete. I like going after it, hunting. but Let's go. You know, I like pounding the phones, going to networking events, going to dinners. You know, getting face to face, being being objectively the best option for them and showing them why. but still, like you can't scale a business, you know, build a, a profitable business if you can't maintain and, and farm your current business. So um, one way to do that, you know, and I I know we keep going back to this is managing that relationship. When I was in medical sales, I mean we did happy hours and dinners and sponsored events and and did the VIP tours for them of like, you know, when I was at striker, we'd bring them back to uh, uh, where was it in New Jersey, somewhere on the East coast, we'd take them back, show them like a good time for three days, you know, really invested into them. But um, I would really challenge these sales leaders out there. What are you doing to, to keep those relationships going? You know, are you just doing the dinners? Are you doing the, the, the mail merged email? Thank you. First name for being a client, right? Like, Ask yourself, wait, would this impact you and make you want to continue working with them? So, yeah, there's just tons of, you know, customer appreciation stats out there. You know, clients who feel appreciated are five times more likely to do a repeat purchase. There, And this is the big one because we all make mistakes. You know, clients who have great relationships with their rep of the company they work with, they're five times more likely to forgive a mistake, you know that's I, huge it is that's like huge when i was at a uh, at, you know my last job strawman um you know we had shipping errors all the time we just like pr- products would just not show up they'd send the wrong stuff i'd get texts and just like the way that i was able to manage these relationships like you know have stuff extra go drive out there hand it off myself like made sure that they believed in me i was always going to take care of them like they would forgive the mistake from the company because of all the effort that I put into them. So um, yeah, there's just getting your client to feel appreciated. Pick up the phone too. This is another one that I do now as a business owner. I check our online sales every single month. And at the end of the month, I'll call every new client who spent more than a hundred dollars on our website and and call it. Yeah, literally just say, Hey, this is the owner simply noted. I noticed you're a new client. I just wanted to thank you for your time. You know, and it's like, you know, it may take me three hours, but I just literally build a list. Put it on my dialer and just hit send. <laughs> it's just like you gotta make your you got to make an effort. Make these people know that you're making an effort. So I challenge everybody, like what are you doing? What efforts are you putting out there outside of just doing your job, closing, selling, and shipping your product? You know, what you, what else are you doing? And uh, a lot of people can't answer that. I would
0: imagine that the same thing would go for leaders with their reps, right? It's not just reps with their customers. I would imagine there's a really strong Probably similar. They're five times more likely to forgive, you know, a leadership mistake. They're five times more likely to stay through a
1: challenging time if they feel appreciated. Is there any relationship there with leaders to reps as well? I would 100% say that. I, I think every business should send a couple of cards to their employees every year. Got to think about what it costs to replace an employee. It's like mm. one and a half times their salary. So if you pay your rep 50 grand base, like to go out there, hire a recruiter, train them, get them up and running it's going to cost you at least $75,000 to bring on someone new. So also, I mean, again, as a business owner, I know if I'm constantly having a high turnover rate here, I I can't do my job effectively. So it's like relationships with your team matter. Um, so what are you doing with your team as well? You know, are you, I've been in corporate, they don't do anything like Uh, I I was at, yeah, I was at these companies for years and I would get like a congratulation email for your third year of employment. I was just like, this is great. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you. It was automated from HR, you know, like, yeah,
0: yeah. The reason I'm listening is there's data that shows, and I think this is important. I'm really glad you're here to get your take on this. Um, There's data that shows that employees are right now increasingly mistrustful of leaders. And they also, in some cases, dislike them just because of what's some of the things that have happened. Uh, You see in tech, for example, over 120 layoffs already, people are scared by what's happening around them. Mm -hmm. And I would imagine, again, this is all new to me. I haven't spent a lot of time in the gratitude world like you have. My, My time has been like, as I prepared for our conversation today, I thought about it a lot, read some stuff. It would seem to me that like, if you want to strengthen a relationship, there's a few ways you can, like for a leader with the reps, working with them as one, Um, having involvement in what they're chasing as one, but recognizing and appreciating things they do outside of closing deals. I think one of the things that leaders do is, we're really good at recognizing and celebrating when we close a deal, mm-hmm. but it's the other things along the way that we sometimes don't say anything about. And it's almost devalues everything along the way. Cause we only value when it crosses the finish line. Any thoughts
1: on that? You know, I, I'm just thinking about my time spent in corporate, you know, now being a, a business owner and in, you know, in charge of a team, I just know a lot of pressure rolls downhill. So a lot of these times these managers are getting pushed from people above. Um, and that sometimes gets forced down on, you know, these sales teams and these like frontline reps and frontline marketers. Like, <laughs> And I, I do think, you know, I was very lucky. I had two really good uh, managers when I was at, um, and I'll tell you just from my personal experience, what made me respect the heck out of my, my, my managers, but Spending a lot of time with them, you know, getting in the trenches with them, um, making calls with them, going to meetings with them, showing them that you're working, you know, be a leader by doing not a leader by delegating. Um, I mean, there are there are times for delegating, but like, I always respected the, the, the managers or the directors who are out there in the field with us. Um, Because at the end of the day, like there's a sales aspect to every job in this world. It doesn't matter if it's a marketing job, if it's a customer service job, you know, I'm in sales with my wife and my kids, like I'm trying to constantly negotiate with them as well. So there's sales and everything. So um, I do think the best way, again, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier is getting face to face with people, struggling with them, solving problems with them, building with them, going, you know, going through struggles with them. And that's the best way to get those deep bonds. But unfortunately, you can't do that all the time. And another really cool way to do it, I mean, is, you know, just to show some gratitude once a year, maybe on their birthday, you know, or maybe, you know, what was a client or employee appreciation day was in March, you know, like once Mm. a year, it's a no brainer. (laughs) You know, to say thank you for being a part of our team. We couldn't do this without you because at the end of the day, you can't like you need your team. So and I think
0: um, I love what you also said, how you, you yourself, once a month, you schedule a time to make calls to all the new customers. Mm-hmm. So you're being intentional. You've created a system. Mm-hmm. Like, is it worthwhile for the leaders listening right now to consider building
1: systems for them to share gratitude, either with clients or with reps, depending? You know, what I, I tell this to my sales reps, like what works for me may not work for you. And I think the problem out there is a lot of people tried to just get, you know, everybody, Below them to do exactly what they did to make them successful. Yeah. Um, I think what's important is to challenge. You constantly got to challenge your team to think outside the box. Don't just do what is necessary. Um, there are just the basics, necessities of your job, like hitting your dials, doing your follow-ups, hitting your numbers, right. But it's the extracurricular stuff that's gonna you know elevate your career. Like what are you gonna do that is not required? what are you going to do to go above and beyond that's going to help you become a better version of yourself, build a better business and grow in your career. And that's all the extra stuff, you know, like that for me, an example is calling all our, our clients every, every, uh, every month, all our new clients. And then I have like a, like a hit list of like our top clients. Like I'll call some of our best customers just driving home. Like when I'm on my way home, my 30 minute drive from my office I'm like, just call them the show. And then that shows them that I'm thinking about them. Like, Hey, I know you and Sarah went on that date last week. How was it? Did you guys have a good time on my way home? Just wanted to check and say, you're doing like, that's the stuff that matters. Like my wife's in fundraising and, uh, the athletic director of the university of Arizona, he does the same thing. This guy is the head of a university and he'll call all, all the donors every day. He'll just pick someone new and call them on the way home. So it's like, you have to do something different. Um, you have to engage people, people, you know, Want to be thought about? They want to be cared about. You can do it in a bunch of different ways. It could be a handwritten note. It could be a phone call. It could be a you know sit down, grab lunch. But you have to make those investments with your time. It's just some ways are more efficient. That's it.
0: Time is going fast, man. And one of the things we love to do on the show that our our listeners really like is when we kind of frame things up and give them maybe a couple of bullet points or a couple suggestions. So as a guy who works with a lot of people all around the world in this, and you got 50,000, we got 50,000 sales leaders listening to you right now, you got two or three things that you would suggest if if you got a bunch of sales leaders, hey, here's a couple ways you might add a little bit of the benefits of just saying thanks. Like, is there is there any, any ways that you might say, here's some things
1: I've seen? Make it easy. I would develop a plan. Um, you know, like in March, like no brainer reasons to reach out to your clients and your employees. In March was um, employee appreciation day. In April, I believe it's April eighteenth is client appreciation day. Um, you know, a birthday, an anniversary of becoming a client or of, or of becoming an employee, a holiday card. Um, these are all really no brainer ways that people use a handwritten note through Simply Noted. Um, because it's an infe- an effective way for them to reach out um, for a reason throughout the year, you know, or just saying thank you after a purchase. So I would say develop a system, you know, for me, it's we use our own Distance. product. Yeah, I would say develop a system that works for you. We use our own product to help build our relationship. So we'll send out handwritten thank you notes. You know, we just sent out or we're sending out a, a, a big mailer here in what, what is this? in two weeks for all our clients for client appreciation day. We'll do a mid-year check-in card to all our clients uh, for 4th of July. It's like, Hey, happy 4th of July. I hope that the years starting out are going great for you. Um, mm-hmm. And then again, you know, I'll do all those phone calls as well for all our new clients. Nobody does that. Nobody, you know, I've been in, in business and in sales for 10 years. Nobody takes the time to do something like that. And that's, that wins. That wins a lot for us. See, I think that's worth sitting in for a minute. I know we're getting ready to start wrapping. This has been a killer
0: conversation. Even like, I really appreciate you, Rick. This has been great. But I'm sitting here listening to you. And that's the thing that keeps striking me is what you just said. Just saying thanks and doing it in maybe a meaningful or more memorable way. So it's more than just, and for the people that will get the video, I'm holding up my phone. So it's more than just sending off a text or it's more than just pounding off an email. Like most emails don't even get open. And you're right, like those handwritten things. My father died a couple months ago. And my mom told me that um, when she was going through some of his things, that he had a a note that I'd written him when I was a college kid, which is a long freaking time ago, brother. And he'd held on to it all those years. And that Mm -hmm. like, like it struck me. And and I was going through some of my stuff. And I was like, oh, I still have this. You're right. No one does that. And so if you want to be different in the marketplace, and many times that's all we want to do. If you can just be a little different than anybody else, you win. And that seems like an awfully easy way to be just a little different.
1: It is. It's just the, the we have created the problem, and that's why we have this business. There needs to be an instant ROI to everything. You need everything done today. Like Amazon, you can get delivery in two to four hours you know, everything digital, you can track through, you know, come back to some type of equationable, like ROI with emails, social ads that today's like day and age, like they're trying to quantify an ROI of just saying, thank you. But realistically people aren't in their jobs for that long anymore. So like businesses have to think in terms of decades because reps are thinking thinking in terms of months, right. But as a business, how are we going to sustain that long-term trajectory of healthy growth? And it really comes down to retaining and growing your business, retaining your clients and growing your clients. And it's relationship. I'm telling you, like at the end of the day, at every business that I've been at, Striker, global medical company, Strawman, global medical company, now startup completely self-funded. And we've invested millions back into this completely customer funded And it only could have happened by retaining clients, by making them happy, getting them to believe in us and keep investing in us. So, I think it's, it's a story that anybody can relate to put it into their own business. Doesn't matter if you're selling cars, selling pharma, medical, you know, or you're an entrepreneur. It's what are you doing with your clients? How are you making them happy, making them more loyal and getting more referrals? And that's something that you can't pay for is loyalty and referrals.
0: Hey, man, let's start to wrap this up. This has been fun. First of all, thank you for giving us an hour of your time. Um, how do people get more of you? How do they learn more about your organization? we'll put links in our show notes and stuff, but where would you send people if they want to connect to you or they want to learn more about Simply Noted or just get more of what you have to say, or maybe they have questions as a result of this podcast that they want to ask you.
1: Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn basically all day. So it's my number one like online tool that I use for social. It's just Rick Elmore, E-L-M-O-R-E. Or you can just go to Simply Noted. Dot com. It's just how it's spelled, S as in Sam, I-M as in Mary, P-L-Y noted.com. And I highly suggest uh, in the top right-hand corner on our homepage, it says request a sample. Let us send you a free sample. And this is what happens. You know, people are like, oh, no way. These are robot handwritten notes. But once they get these things in their hands, like that's when they call us and they get excited. They're like, no way. I thought this was printed. Like, no, it's really a pen written note. And then they always talk to us about what they want to do. So I would say connect me on LinkedIn or just go to the website and request a sample kit. Um, It's going to absolutely blow your mind how great these handwritten uh, cards are.
0: And and to those people who will get some of this in Sales Leadership United, I wish that they all would see the video of you right now, the way you're that like that you lit up when you're talking about how delighted people get. Yeah, like it's so genuine, so authentic. It's it's super cool. So we'll put your LinkedIn and we'll put your website in the show notes to make it easy so they don't have to look it up. They'll just click it and hopefully we'll get a bunch of people to go check you out. Um, We've had a really great conversation. I love how you said it earlier. You know, just just say thank you. It starts with just like just say thank you you got a final thought or two for 50,000 people that are trying to find ways to be different as they help their teams? I
1: I think uh, the most important thing we all need to remember life's a journey and you grow through what you go through and you have to constantly challenge yourself and get outside your comfort zone every day. It doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur, an employee, a friend, uh, a spouse, I challenge everybody every single day to constantly challenge themselves to get better. And After a couple of years of being uncomfortable, you'll be absolutely incredibly astounded how far you've come and how much better you are at your life, your job, your career, whatever it is. So be uncomfortable, grow through what you go through and just have fun. You know, life's a and I
0: want to I want to put an exclamation point on what you've alluded to, but I want to make it really clear: you're also saying you're playing the long game on this, man. Don't mm-hmm. do this because you hope to win a deal. Do this because you hope to build a relationship. Fair, and, and that will win
1: in the long run. I'm telling you, with people I've said thank you cards to three years ago, come back to us. And they're like, hey, I just remember that one time you said this. We have this project. Can you help us? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, it, don't underestimate it. It's uh gratitude an extremely powerful tool that's underutilized in business. Okay. His name is Rick Elmore. He's helping people
0: figure out the power and the easiness of just saying thank you. And those that do are winning and winning big, not only winning, but they're keeping and keeping big both with customers and with employees. My advice, check out what Rick has to offer. My advice connect to Rick. My advice, add a little thank you to the next relationship you think of. Rick, I want to thank you for giving us some of your time. I, I congratulate you on your on your success, and, I'm, and I hope that the best is yet to come, and I can't wait to see what comes next for you. As I say to everybody, my man, thank you, and happy selling. Thank you, Rob. Hey everyone, welcome to another So What portion of the Sales Leadership Podcast where we break down that interview and we ask ourselves, why did that conversation even matter? But first, this episode is brought to you by Sales Leadership United. We've wrapped up Q1 and we are off and rolling in Q2. And every single sales leader needs to find ways to create more impact with the people they lead. And that's why I created Sales Leadership United. It's the world's largest collection of sales leadership assets. I want you to think of it as a Home Depot for sales leaders. Listen, creating sales leadership assets is hard. It takes lots of time and you always wonder if what you're building building's gonna work. But members of Sales Leadership United have access to proven trainings, proven techniques, proven tactics used by some of the world's most successful sales leaders. With a simple search, you can find sales leadership resources, proven frameworks, modern systems, sales meeting ideas you can use immediately, and much, much more. I'm talking about systems on any leadership topic you'll need. They're all ready for you to tap into at Sales Leadership United. Hundred of video segments from some of the most successful sales leaders in the world are here and are one search away. You can find Sales Leadership United on Patreon, and for less than the cost of lunch, you can have access to more sales leadership materials than you may have ever imagined. New material is released every single week, and you will never be operating on old systems as a member of Sales Leadership United. So click the link in the show notes and check out Sales Leadership United today. I really appreciated this conversation with Rick. Last week, we talked about the power of kindness, and it was awesome. And today, we're going to go into gratitude. And, And it's something as simple as saying thank you. As sales leaders, it's very easy and very natural to say thanks when someone closes a deal to celebrate and recognize the wins. But we often don't talk much about the other parts of the process. And as a result, we unintentionally devalue those activities, those roles, those parts of the process. And that's why so many people talk about the grind that's associated with sales. Listen, I coach a lot of sales leaders and I love what I do. And many sales leaders. In fact, I probably say most of the sales leaders I work with Right now they're telling me they're seeing and feeling fatigue with those people they lead because sales is just really, really tough right now. Things are harder. We're having to work harder for each step in the process and every spend is under more scrutiny than ever before. So I'm getting a lot more requests for help around motivation. And I found the answer is simpler than most think. I always start with why don't we just start with saying thank you. That's why I wanted to have Rick on the show so bad because there's this really powerful impact that comes from a simple thank you. I have a lot of people telling me, Oh, Rob, we have this really great recognition program and that's awesome. And that's important. Excuse me. But I think a simple thanks is different than a formal recognition program. Remember, There are so many stress factors in our job as salespeople, and we can't remove those. Stress factors are inherent in every job. And that's why it's so important to know the counterbalance to a stress factor, I call them passion factors. There are far fewer passion factors for every member of your team, but they are far more impactful. And you, the boss, I got news for you. You are either a passion factor or you are a stress factor. You are never neutral. So you've got to choose to be a passion factor. And one of the most powerful passion factors I've ever found are unexpected rewards, not the expected rewards. They think that they've earned those, they're due those, and they're just happy to get them. <clears throat> I'm talking about unexpected rewards and a simple handwritten note is a really, really great way to do this because like Rick said, emails get deleted, texts get lost, but that handwritten note very likely is going to stay in their drawer. It's something they're going to very likely hold on to and, and and that's why you got to find ways to do small acts that are unexpected you know one of my favorite things to do uh every now and then is i like to give people friday off for example if they've had a great quarter and they've had a great month or you've noticed that they've been doing something particularly well or responding well to coaching. Uh, I, I ask him to take the day off and get a jump on the weekend and that the only assignment is to do no work around the house or do any honeydews or things for the wife or the kids or the husband and the kids. What? Instead, only do something that brings them pure joy. Something that they do only for them. And then watch what happens when you do. Because they're going to be blown away. They're not used to it. They'll be so pumped. And when they report to you how it went, you're going to be surprised how much energy and motivation comes from that. Unexpected rewards are a secret that elite sales leaders use intentionally, and you will find they are a huge difference maker if you choose to use them. And it starts by just being on the lookout for things to say thanks for. Try it today. Find a way to say thank you individually, authentically. And if you can find ways to do more than just a quick email or text. I love the power of a handwritten note. I love calling them into your office and saying, Hey, sit down. I want to tell you I've noticed X, Y, or Z and it's a difference maker. And thank you. I don't care if you do it yourself. I don't care if you use Rick's service, but my advice is find a way to give a note a chance. I think you'll be surprised just how much it means to the person receiving it. And then work hard to get in the habit of saying thanks because you're never going to be doing the wrong thing if you do. So Rick, thank you so much for joining me. Congrats on your success. Congrats on finding a way to help millions of people say thanks in a way people appreciate. I know it works because Rick has sent me a thank you note. In fact, I'm looking at it right now and I'm appreciative to Rick for sending it to me. Check out Simply Noted. Connect to Rick, reach out to him and just say thanks. And then be sure to check out Sales Leadership United to get video segments of the highlights of my conversation here with Rick and and dozens of other of the greatest sales leaders in the world. I'll have several clips that will be huge leadership resources for you that you're going to want to use for sure. Finally, thanks to each of you, our listeners. The greatest compliment you ever give me is to share the show with those you work with. Introduce them to the Sales Leadership Podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes and you can support the show by checking out Sales Leadership United. Head to Patreon and check it out. You'll be glad you did. Thank you for your support of the Sales Leadership Podcast. Our job as sales leaders is to create life-changing years for the people you lead. If you liked this message, please share this message this week with someone who needs to hear it. Get after it this week because life is short. You got no guarantee of what comes tomorrow. Maximize what you do today. Be elite, live strong, chase your passions, do your best work so you can live your best life. And don't ever forget, you got this and I've got you. Have a terrific week. Thank you so much for joining the Sales Leadership Podcast, the award-winning sales leadership podcast for those sales leaders looking to create legendary impact to those they lead. The greatest compliment you can give is to share this show and any of your favorite episodes with your fellow sales leaders, social media followers, or other communities you're part of. The Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by the Jepson Performance Group. If you want to discuss any of the topics discussed on the show, want to level up your leadership impact, discuss executive coaching services, or even include me at an upcoming event, hit me up at rob at jeppg.com. That's rob at jepp And to those of you working to become a legendary sales leader, I salute you and wish you much success on your journey. Whenever you need someone in your corner,